Our top story today is not schools, it's not hospital capacity. Those are big, big stories developing throughout the course of the day, obviously. But for me, I think the top story today is what's coming in terms of lost working hours across all sectors of the economy and what that impact will be not only on economic growth, but our ability to buy things. Just, I mean, I don't think we have fully appreciated what is on the way. You know, Metrolink has started cutting back some routes because of staffing shortages. The TTC is trimming some routes. That's just a couple of examples. Now, job growth uh, slowed in December. And, you know, obviously, you know, employment numbers are always a, a key indicator. And job growth did slow in December. That was even prior to the imposition of these new restrictions because of Omicron. We know the numbers are going to be down likely for January, considering the restrictions. Yet, Hours worked numbers may be more important in terms of assessing the impact on the broader economy than job numbers. Pedro Atunes is the chief economist with the Conference Board of Canada and joins me. Welcome. Well, uh, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Give me a sense of what the impact of lost job hours will be on the economy and on consumers. Well, I think it's really uh, the point you make around employment uh, holding up likely through this. Uh, you know, I think it's it, it is a tightening labor market. I keep, we keep hearing about uh, lots of job vacancies. So I think for the most part, employers will hang on to their workers. But of course, uh, as Omicron is spreading rapidly through the economy, we're expecting that we're going to see due to a number of, of uh, uh, factors of people being uh, unable to get to work or being being sick and, and staying at home or not able to to work uh, a full week, et cetera, uh, we're going to see the number of hours worked reduced, even if it's not showing up necessarily on the employment numbers. And what that affects is essentially uh, the real production of the economy. You know, you're not providing services, you're not you know, generating manufactured goods, uh, and the list goes on. Public uh, sector services like education uh, and uh, healthcare uh, services, all of these things uh, will have an impact on the real productive uh, output of the economy. Uh, it's going to show up, I think, mostly in profits and hopefully not so much in incomes and in household incomes. But uh, again, we'll have to see how the numbers pan out. Uh, the, the market itself seems a bit skittish lately. Would you describe it as that? Is it is it just a nervousness over the impact and what might be coming? Yeah, well, you know, I, I think markets and uh, in fact, even at the conference board in terms of our own forecasts, we're really hopeful that this variant is uh, essentially, we know it's less virulent, we know it's spreading rapidly and and, uh, and the, the, the hope again with uh, the evidence from the experts, not necessarily from the economists, uh, is that this becomes endemic in the sense that, uh, you know, it, it has less and less of an impact on, you know, economic closures, et cetera, as it becomes that. Uh, we're hoping that this uh, wave, uh, uh, you know, occurs in Ontario and in Canada like it did in other parts of the world. That is, we see this big spike uh, in cases, very quick spike in cases, but they come down quickly as well. So the, the point I'm trying to make here is, Hopefully this will not last too long and that we will see things returning to normal fairly quickly. We're hopeful that even in February, we might see that happen. And so the impact on the economy being, uh, you know, essentially mitigated because it's not long lasting. Inflation has been such a, a big concern. We, we've seen that number going up even prior uh, to this. You know, 
you know, economists like to have been saying for some time that the the bump in inflation should be temporary. Are we going to see a bigger bump and will it again be temporary? Well, you know, you're absolutely uh, right here. Um, I, I mean, I think the biggest uh, concerns around inflation are kind of behind us. Uh, we're hoping that, uh, you know, some of these supply chain uh, problems, transportation bottlenecks, energy prices, I think some of these things are showing some moderation going forward. But of course, uh, something like this can uh, lead to further snags. And I'm, I'm mostly concerned not so much about, you know, essentially demand or supply in Canada, but let's think globally. Uh, you know, we keep hearing about uh, regions and cities in China being, sh being shut down. Uh, you know, I think that that can definitely have some uh, further implications on, on supply chain. So let, we need to keep an eye out. I don't want to be too alarmist. I do think inflation numbers are going to start easing in the, in the coming months, but there's there's some risks here, no doubt. Easing after a spike? I mean, uh, other parts of the world have have been putting inflation numbers out that have been record high. I'm thinking of in the EU, EU for example. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you're looking at numbers currently uh, and we're comparing year over year, essentially, uh, we're still seeing very high inflation numbers. I'm speaking more month to month where we have seen, for example, energy prices come off a little bit. Some of the supply chain bottlenecks starting to ease. So we're hopeful that month to month we'll, we'll start to see, you know, easing inf inflationary pressures. Uh, again, lots of risks still, uh, especially with respect to what's going on with Omicron. Yeah, I, I, is your sense, and I, I know that this is one of these things that kind of shades that line between, as you talked about, health experts, the, the, the real experts, and then economic experts. Is it your sense that we are near a peak in terms of lost job hours, or is that just not knowable? Well, I mean, I, the worst of the pandemic obviously was uh, early on in, in 2020, in March and April, when we really shut down the economy. Uh, the good news since then, and even into to December, you talked about slowing uh, employment growth, but employment numbers have recovered. We're back to pre-pandemic uh, and above pre-pandemic uh, highs. The unemployment rate in Ontario just hit 6% in Ontario. It, it, in uh, in December. Uh, so that is reflective of a fairly tight labor market. So we think the opportunities are good in terms of labor overall. Um, but, you know, again, I think this is going to be a temporary impact. And when we look at January hours, uh, perhaps even employment, we are going to see a, a pullback in the numbers. There's no doubt. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much today. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. That is Pedro Tunes, who is the chief economist with the Conference Board of Canada.